Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets fell at Las Vegas Summer League yesterday, final score 89-73 to against the Chicago Bulls. Quite frankly, didn't even feel that close at lackluster offensive performance but as always there are silver linings and we'll talk about some of the highlights for the Hornets from this one as well as what to look forward to in the final game of the 2022 NBA 2K23 Las Vegas Summer League. Also there's a scheduling note now out for the Hornets for preseason. A preseason game has been announced. We'll talk about that as well here on this edition of the HHC and joining me to help on both these topics he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo. Rob, Hornets fell 89-73 against the Chicago Bulls. There was an outside chance that with a win, the Hornets could have found themselves in the championship game playing for a ring. Was not meant to be. Offensively, this was really an off note for the Hornets. They mustered just 24 points in the first half. That just wasn't going to be enough to get it done. Allowed the Bulls to surge out to a nearly 20-point lead by intermission, and they never really looked back. But there are always highlights to each and every game. But first, just the general game itself. What are your thoughts? Certainly, it was that first half that really did the Hornets in. Obviously, anytime you score 24 points, you're not going to get the job done. I mean, heck, the Hornets scored 26 in the fourth quarter alone. So the good news in that aspect is that Charlotte played a much better second half, scored 23 points in the third quarter, 26 in the fourth quarter. And it was just one of those things where it seemed like Chicago came out. They were able to dictate the pace. They trapped a lot as soon as somebody came across the timeline for the Hornets, whoever was handling the ball, whether it was Bryce McGowan's or Jalen Crutcher or Tyshawn Alexander. I mean, it was like, you know, an instant double team. So there were some instances early where the guards did a good job getting the ball out of their hands, finding the open man, because of course, if you're going to get doubled, somebody's got to be open. So they did a good job in that aspect, but the shots were simply not falling. That did not help. Just eight of 34 as a team for the entire game from beyond the arc. That's 23 and a half percent. Again, some of these three point shots were great looks, some of them not so much. And that's what summer league is. It's just trying to find your rhythm and see what works and what doesn't. You're going to have have some bad shots and some bad shot selection. So, you know, all in all, it was a little bit of an uphill battle to begin with for the Hornets, considering they were on the second day of a back-to-back. I know these guys are young, but anytime you're playing two games in a row and the other team has a day of rest, it certainly helps a little bit. I don't know if that was the only factor, but again, one of those things to point out as well. So, you know, just another way for the Hornets to kind of have an extra step, an extra lesson in this book of Summer League. And, you know, even though they're not playing for a Summer League championship, they still have a chance to have a winning record for their fifth game, whoever that opponent might be on whatever date. Definitely some uh, positive silver lining lens to view this through. Hornets falling 89-73. to Good point you brought up about it being night two of back-to-back. That's one of the things you want to try and get accustomed to, something that is more in line in an NBA schedule, not at all really relevant in college. Uh, You might 
occasionally see it, but it's very, very rare if you ever do. That's not the case in the NBA, so an opportunity for some of these younger players to get accustomed to that. One thing overall for the game that stood out to me, you know, turnovers continue to be an issue, and it is fair to say that the quality of point guard that the Hornets are going to have is amongst the best in the NBA when you get to the regular season and LaMelo Ball, and while there are some really good point guards on this team, Tyshawn Alexander, who has appeared in an NBA Finals game previously, Jalen Crutcher was really strong in the G League last season. It has been an issue for the team throughout Summer League here. Turnovers, I'm quite frankly a little surprised. They only totaled out at 16. Might speak to how lopsided the game got and and Chicago's ability to maybe take their foot off the gas just a little bit on the offensive end. But that was one glaring issue to me. The other one was just the quality of shots, shooting only 34% from the field. And you see a lot of guys who had been shooting the ball well or who have shot the ball well at Summer League struggle. Bryce McGowan's was 4 for 18, still led the team in scoring with 15 points, but 15 points on 18 shots, that's not the kind of efficiency you want. He was 1 for 7 from beyond the arc. Kai Jones, 3 for 10 from the floor. Tyshawn Alexander, 2 for 10. Mark Williams even at 2 for 5, 40% at, at the center positions, not necessarily what you're expecting. So shot selection wasn't great. The shot making was pretty poor, and the turnovers were alarming. But on the bright side, I think defensively, they were able to show a couple of things especially early in the game. That's what kept them in it, even though they only mustered 24 points in the first half, only 14 in the first quarter. They were within single digits for a good portion of that first half. Yeah, and when you take a look at the box score, every single starter had a steal. So that's really impressive that all the guys, one through five, were able to play some really stout defense yesterday. And the other thing, too, to go back on it, too, when I was talking about how a lot of the guards were getting doubled early on in the game. I mean, how often are these guys going to get doubled, whether it's in the G League, whether it's in the NBA? I mean, maybe in the NBA a little bit more, trying to get the ball or at least force them to make a mistake and get the ball out of their hands and that sort of thing. So I think it was just kind of uncharacteristic about what kind of typical defense that the Hornets are going to see offensively. But the focus on that defense, I thought they did a really good job. I mean, you know, Mark Williams, and Bryce McGowan's each had two blocks. Kai Jones had two blocks coming off the bench as well. So the defense really held strong, and that's what these guys are going to be asked to do when it comes to the big league roster in preseason, in regular season. They're not going to be out there for their offense. It certainly would help. It's not going to be don't shoot the ball or anything like that, but they're going to have to be defensively minded first for the most part, and this is a good start here in Summer League. We will pick out our stars of the game for the Hornets next segment after this quick break. You're listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. Cataracts made it hard to see clearly. Even movies were blurry. So I went to Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Now movies are as clear and sharp as they once were. The doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offer cataract surgery using the newest technology and lenses with short recovery times. See like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. Hornets falling to the Chicago Bulls yesterday, 89-73. to We should get word today on when the final matchup will be for the Hornets and who it will be against. Of course, we'll have our game preview for you for that one as we lead up to it. And we're going to have a special conversation with Brady Manick, the former North Carolina Tar Heel and Oklahoma Sooner, for that matter, who has been a part of this summer league roster and had a decent game, 3 of 6 from the field, 7 points in yesterday's loss. Time to pick stars of the game. Rob Longo, you're the guest. You get to select first. 
I think for me, my top player yesterday in the loss was Mark Williams. He only had six points, seven rebounds, four assists, a steal, two blocks, turned the ball over a handful of times and did have four fouls. But I liked what I was able to see from Mark just from an effort standpoint. He was out there. He was working both ends of the floor. You know, there was one instance where there was a slip screen from behind and he just barely missed the block by maybe a half of a second as he was taking the ball out of the hoop he just kind of smacked it because he was frustrated because he's just that much of a competitor I love seeing that kind of emotion in summer league that he's taking it seriously he wants to win he wants to compete because that's what you're going to need when you go down the stretch in September in training camp October and so on and so forth so I really enjoyed what Mark Williams did yesterday and he had a couple of really good assists too the big man can really pass there was a one pass on the elbow I think he had I forget who was cutting I think it was LJ Figueroa I want to say and it was just kind of a nice little slip screen down the lane with really good vision there was another one too he drove baseline and was kind of running out of room he was able to dive out of bounds and use that extra half second in the air and Leangelo ball was cutting to the rim so he's able to find a nice feed to him as well so Mark Williams's vision is something I think is a little bit underrated for him especially as a big we didn't hear a lot of that you know in draft workouts and that sort of thing but I was really impressed by that yesterday so that's why Mark Williams was my top performer yeah he definitely did have a couple of nice passes out there for the Hornets one of the targets on one of those passes that you talked about it's my pick it's Leangelo Ball look no one shot well from three in this one for Charlotte they shot eight of 34 that's 23 percent from beyond the arc and Jello Ball is part of that he was over four from deep but he found other ways to get involved and get in the scorebook was three for four from inside the three-point arc had a trio of rebounds two assists some nice cuts uh, he just has a, a knack and a nose for the ball and putting himself in good positions to succeed. I also thought Brady Manick had a nice game. Jalen Crutcher, I think, is worthy of some notoriety. JT Thor didn't shoot the ball well, nearly a double-double. And Kai Jones didn't shoot the ball well, also nearly a double-double. But when you look at some of these guys, and at this stage of Summer League is really the opportunity for some players who are on the cusp of maybe getting invited to training camp or being a part of the G League roster to make some noise. And I think Leangelo Ball was able to do that one thing that you'll hear in our conversation with Brady Manick later on towards the weekend, he talked about how he's known as a shooter, but being a shooter allows him to do the other things in his game and hopefully gain some attention. I think the same is true for Jello Ball. Leangelo is a shooter. That's going to be his ticket to the NBA. He can't have a ton of nights where he goes 0 for 4 and expect to make it to the association. He'd be the first to say that, but a big part of what makes someone a complete player and able to contribute even on nights where their shot isn't going down is moving without the basketball, making plays happen, finding other ways to get in the scorebook and make positive things out there. And I think Leangelo Ball was able to do that against Chicago in Game 4 from Summer League. Hornets fall to 2-2. Two and two. They will not be in the championship game. Once we do have word on exactly who the opponent is, we'll bring you a preview of that matchup and look forward to doing so later on in another edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Speaking of future matchups, we've got one for pre season we're still waiting for the full schedule but we know at least one game that the Hornets will be playing in in October we'll talk about it next after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans it's time to get some new gear the best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets fan shop now with new extended hours stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys Jordans and more or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. 
An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob, we are still anxiously waiting in anticipation for the complete preseason schedule. And by the way, the regular season schedule is probably no more than a month away based off previous timelines. But we did get word on a preseason game that the Hornets will participate in come October. Hornets announcing yesterday the team is going to host the Eastern Conference champion, Bob. Boston Celtics in a preseason home game at the Greensboro Coliseum. It'll be Friday, October 7th at 7.30. Tickets are going to go on sale to the general public on Wednesday, July 20th, and they can be purchased online at Hornets.com or Ticketmaster.com, as well as on the Hornets app or at the Greensboro Coliseum box office. Tickets start at just $12.50. It's a great opportunity to go out and see live NBA-level action. It is preseason, but it's coming to a theater near you, as you might say, out there in Greensboro and another sign that we are getting closer and closer to quote-unquote normal NBA life where many teams do have these kinds of preseason games and they'll go somewhere that is within their footprint but maybe not their normal building and let another group of fans who might not otherwise have a chance to see NBA action have that experience. It's awesome. I'm so excited. Before I moved down here to Charlotte, I spent some time in the triad, stayed in the Winston-Salem area, worked in the Greensboro area as well. It's a beautiful area. It's a huge, rich basketball history area as well, of course, because you have you know Wake Forest in Winston-Salem. You always have the ACC tournament, for the most part, in the Greensboro Coliseum. There's a ton of college basketball history in that arena. I'm really excited that the fans are able to see this, and it just even strengthens that partnership that Charlotte has with Greensboro with the affiliation of the Swarm in the G League and just kind of having that pipeline just an hour up the road on I-85. So I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to this one. Of course, the Hornets did play that exhibition game at the LJV, as they call it in Winston-Salem, where Wake Forest plays its game, the Veterans Memorial Coliseum back in 2019 pre-pandemic. I remember driving past it on that night and it was packed in there. I mean, they were there were cars all over the place. The triad is, a, like I said, really basketball heavy. They're passionate fans. I'm really excited that they get to see a preseason game against a team like the Celtics, who of course, you know, have so much history in themselves and they've been so successful the last couple of seasons as well. And it's a very affordable game. You're able to go out there for 1250. You can take the family and see some pretty good preseason basketball. So I'm super excited, really looking forward to this. I'm sure this will air on our flagship station, Sports Radio FNZ, as all the preseason games do. But if somehow we get the night off, I would be really excited to go up there and check that game out myself. Well, Rob, we'll see what we can do. Maybe we can get a backup producer in there, allow you to come out to the game. Certainly should be a lot of fun for everyone in attendance. This will be the 10th time the Hornets play a preseason game inside the Greensboro Coliseum. First time in the triad overall since 2019. So just another sign that we're taking steps towards normal. We are back on a somewhat normal calendar now with the NBA having to cram in really three seasons into the span of two years. But we were able to get back on track and looking forward to seeing the fans out there in Greensboro. Game's going to be Friday, October 7th, 7.30, Greensboro. Coliseum. Tickets go on sale on Wednesday the 20th beginning at 10 a.m. and they can be purchased online hornets.com or ticketmaster.com as well as the Hornets app or at the Greensboro Coliseum 
box office. We look forward to detailing the entire preseason schedule. Should be coming out in the next couple weeks, I would assume at most. And of course, the full NBA schedule is due out later on, probably within a month's time. And then we still have a summer league game to announce. That will likely be announced at some point in the next 24 hours. And uh, we will have a preview of that one for you shortly. Rob, thanks as always for joining me on this edition of the HHC. Thanks, Sam. Pleasure as always. Thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. For Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber, saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time, right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.